Today, we're going to predict the top five teams for the upcoming 2020 season. In addition, I'm also going to try and convince myself that one of these spots belongs to the Packers. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Packcast, a podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tim Grassi, and today, I already told you what we're doing in the intro. Before we take a look at these five teams, I want to do a big shout out and thank you to two brand new patrons over at patreon.com slash Tom Grassi County. That is in command and, uh, oh, oh, now I in command. I get it now. Reading it and saying it out loud. I get it. And we also got Zachary Kressler. A big shout out and thank you to both of you and all the patrons over at patreon.com slash Tom Comedy. Check it out for some cool rewards. So yesterday, we took a look at what could be the five worst teams for the upcoming season. And so today, we're going to juxtapose that KSAT word, and we're going to take a look at what I think will be the top five teams uh, for this upcoming season. So let's get the easy ones out of the way, because honestly, four of these spots were pretty simple, and it's that last spot that was a doozy. So the first one, you got the reigning defending Super Bowl champions, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. Uh... They just got even better. Like, it's not even fair. The Chiefs already had a pretty damn good team last season, obviously, because they won the Super Bowl, in which their own really weaknesses were in the running game. And listen, Damian Williams did fine. He had under 500 yards, but he was versatile, and, you know, he could be utilized in the passing game, the running game. And so the Chiefs were like, okay, well, you know what? We'll fix that, and we'll get Clyde Edwards-Hilaire from LSU, who had over 1,400 yards and 16 touchdowns last season. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So they're going to be able to rock with that. The Chiefs have been doing a running back by committee for a little bit, obviously, ever since losing Kareem Hunt. The other part where they could have gotten better was obviously on defense. They drafted Willie Gay Jr., which I think is a great pickup for them. And so it seems like the Chiefs are just going to keep on getting richer. And the best part is Patrick Mahomes is still under a cheap contract as of right this second. Next year for his fifth-year option, it's going to get a lot more pricey, like a lot more. But... As of right this second, they're going to be able to rock and roll, and if they want to add some uh, pieces to their team, they can well and do that. Next year, you know, it's going to get a little bit more pricey for you guys, and you can join the rest of the league, but the cap is supposed to go up, so that's obviously going to help offset that. So the big thing is, is the Chiefs, so obviously they have their QB of the future in Patrick Mahomes. They're going to be in contention for quite some time to come, and uh, I think they will be right up there with one of the best teams in the NFL next season. Then, number two, you got the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, uh, a team that added some pretty good pieces in the draft. They got Javon Kinlaw. Obviously, they lost to Forrest Buckner, but they were able to replace that with Kinlaw, which, you know, Kinlaw, I think, is going to do well for them. I don't think he's going to immediately make the impact that Buckner would, but it's going to continuously make that defense scary. And on top of that, they got Brandon Ayuk, from Arizona State uh, at the end of the first round, which is another great pickup for them. So I think that giving Jimmy G another target will definitely be good. There is obviously a question mark around him of just like, okay, well, how good can he be? But I also will counter with that, but said it really doesn't matter. I mean, he he flat out won 
a few big time games last year. Obviously, could have played better in the Super Bowl. Uh, didn't do anything in the NFC Championship game because he didn't have to. But he's the reason that they won that last game against the Rams, and he's the reason that they won against the Saints. And so I'm not counting Jimmy G out, but I'm also kind of just saying it really doesn't matter how well or he plays because they're going to be able to win without him with that dominant defense, with that ground attack. And then if Jimmy G plays well, watch out because this team is going to be in the Super Bowl again then. <sighs> then number three, you got the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I don't really put a whole lot of merit into strength of schedule, but if you do, they have the easiest strength of schedule. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the reigning MVP. The guy was obviously lighting up teams last year. They have a pretty great passing attack. They have a good ground attack uh, with Mark Ingram, which then they decided to add J.K. Dobbins to. They had an, a weakness at linebacker, which then they added Patrick Queen to. I think the Ravens had one of the best drafts that you could possibly have. They also got guys like Malik Harrison as well. This is a team that obviously got run over by the Titans in the divisional round. And they were able to address defensive tackle in the draft, but I still have some concerns over their run defense, but overall, I think this is a very balanced football team. They still have Lamar Jackson under a super cheap contract, so they're going to be able to put weapons around him continuously, and I think that they'll uh, they'll be in contention. Then number four, you got the New Orleans Saints. Now, a lot of this is going to depend on if Drew Brees doesn't regress. I don't think he will. You know, obviously signing a little short-term contract with them to finish out his career, in the twilight of his career. But I think that it also doesn't matter again. No, it's not because I believe in Taysom Hill. But when he went out, Teddy Bridgewater was able to step in and they were able to do pretty damn well because they have such a dynamic offense. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, they have a team around it. They just added Emmanuel Sanders to make that offense even scarier. The defense... You know, they got Zach Bowne, which I think is going to be a good pickup. I think he was a steal for where they got him. So that will be a great addition to their defense. They're going to be in a division where, you know, there can be some very high-powered offenses. Obviously, with Tom Brady coming to town, we're going to see how they are going to be able to contend with that. But I'm also just not ready to crown the Buccaneers yet. So I think the Saints will continuously be in contention for a playoff spot. Now, before we get to number five, and everyone hates me, um... Here are my honorable mentions. It was a race between five teams for me uh, for to this number five spot. First, we just mentioned them, the Buccaneers. I think that the Buccaneers are a good team. I think that with the addition of Tom Brady, obviously with guys like Gronkowski, they have the other offensive weapons. I think that they could be good. However, I'm also not ready to put a complete and total crown on the Buccaneers just yet. I still think they have some holes. Their run defense is good, but in that secondary, I also think that I, I'm i not totally, completely convinced about Tom Brady doing well at 43 years old. I might get crucified for that, but I'm not ready to be like, oh my God, they've gone from here all the way up here just yet without them playing. Then you have the Dallas Cowboys. I know, the Cowboys. Just because under Mike McCarthy, I think they're going to be, be be a better football team. They had a pretty damn good draft. Got some steals. That offense, which was already doing amazing work last year, is just going to continue upon that. Dak Prescott's the big question here. Is he going to you know reach a deal? Is he going to sit and hold out? Or is Andy Dalton going to be there behind center? That's the big question mark. But with that strong offensive line, Zeke coming back, I think that offense will still be able to keep them in contention. And plus, they're in the NFC East. You know, besides the Eagles, there's really no one else there. 
The other team I had here was the Buffalo Bills. The big question mark for me is Josh Allen. You got Stephon Diggs. You you got Ed Oliver last year, who should be making a big step his sophomore season. You have the defense. You have the weapons around you. Can Josh Allen deliver? That's the big question, and that is going to determine if the Bills do well or not. Then you have, obviously, the Tennessee Titans, who were in the AFC Championship last year. Derrick Henry, another guy, you know, is maybe playing his last year as a Titan as he got franchise tagged. They could use a little bit more when it came to the pass rushing department. I thought they would go after Clowney. But they're going to help protect Ryan Tannehill with Isaiah Wilson. So I think that they will still be a good football team in a very weak division. I'm not sold on the Colts just yet. And the Texans are the Texans and the Jaguars will. You know, the Jaguars. So yeah, I think the Titans will be good as well this year. And then finally, the Seahawks. The Seahawks were the team that was the closest for me to taking this number five spot over the Green Bay Packers. So before I get into the Packers, let me explain why I didn't put the Seahawks here. The old, literally, the Seahawks, when it were, I, was, I went and even looked at strength of schedule, and it's pretty damn close. But I, the reason why that I'm giving the Packers the slight edge over the Seahawks is because I think the Seahawks needed to address offensive line first. They do need pass rushers. Are they going to go after Yannick? Are they going to be able to get Jadavian Clowney who wants to get paid a crap ton of money? I don't know. So those two things, but the thing that really put me over the edge was honestly, they're just in a harder division. They're playing teams, yes, like the Cardinals or they're playing teams like the Rams, both who didn't make the playoffs this year. But I think they can because the Cardinals have gotten a better crew around them. The Rams, I mean, who knows what the hell is going on with the Rams. I think they might finish last in the division, but they always play the Seahawks pretty tough. So, and they got the 49ers twice. So I think that the Seahawks are just a little bit lower than the Packers simply because they have a harder competition. That's one of the main reasons. And so at number five, I do have the Packers. And let me explain why. I know I'll be called a homer for this, and that's totally fine. It is what it is at this point. I have no problem creating criticizing the Green Bay Packers, especially, you know, when they don't do things that I would do. But again, I'm not the GM. Hashtag Tom for GM. But here's why I'm looking at this very realistically. The Packers last year went 13 and three, made to the NFC Championship game and again got their ass kicked. I think that the Packers, like the, the difference between, you know, the number one and the number two spot with the Chiefs and 49ers, there's a pretty big gap between them and the Green Bay Packers. And I say that because it looks like teams like the Chiefs, like the 49ers, did get better. And the Packers, I'm not saying that they got better, but I also want to make it clear that I don't think they got significantly worse. Look at the guys that we lost. Blake Martinez, who everybody was running out of town. We went out and got Christian Kirksey. We also drafted Martin. So I think that that bare minimum is going to be equal to what we had in Martinez. And then two, Brian Bulaga. Yes, I think it's a bit of a downgrade because we got Ricky Wagner. That's the only where place that I see us potentially losing uh, some talent. And on top of that, we also drafted three offensive linemen. Yes, super late, but so we can move people around. On top of that, we got guys like Funches, we got Bagleton, and I think at the bare minimum, the Packers have not regressed much. Yes, they do have a harder schedule. The first half of their schedule is a bear, but not the bears because that would be easy. But the later half of the schedule is very favorable for them as they have a lot of home games near the tail end of the season. You got guys like Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. If we're leading a running attack, I think that's going to be crazy good. You have guys like MVS and EQ who could step up. Alan Lazard coming in again for his third year. I think that the Packers 
at minimum, at minimum, have not regressed too much. Yes, I think that the Seahawks, because they're going to they're gonna be actually healthy and not everyone's going to die on that team, that they're going to be a good football team, but they also have some harsher competition to face. The Packers, the Bears and the Lions for me, yes, they always play us decently tough, but there's some big question marks going on with those teams. The team that I obviously see us being the most competitive with is the Vikings, and we swept the entire division last year. So all that being said, I think that the Packers still will be a top five team. I still think that they're going to be in there for playoff contention. And I think that they are favorites or very close to being favorites to winning their division still this year because the Vikings, they don't have a walk in the park for a schedule either. So that's the top five teams I have in that big rant. I know I'm going to get called a homer. I know it's I know it's going to happen, but that's, that's the logic that I'm using. So let me know what you think down in the comments below. Do you think that another team should be on here? So you think teams should be taken off here? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out PatCast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy. Thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!